second prophet of Samuel. Now these are the last words of David, the oracle of David, son of Jesse, the oracle of the man whom God exalted, the anointed God of Jacob, favorite of the strong one of Israel. The spirit of the Lord that speaks through me, his word is not my tongue. The God of Israel has spoken. The rock of Israel has said to me, one who rules over people justly, ruling in the fear of God, is like the light of the morning, like the sun rising on a cloudless morning, gleaming from the rain on the grassy land. Is not my house like this with God? For he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. Will he not cause to prosper all my help and my desire? But the godless are all like thorns that are thrown away, for they cannot be picked up with the hand to touch them when uses an iron bar for the shaft of the spear, and they are entirely consumed in the fire of the spot. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us to be a kingdom, priests serving his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and on his account all the tribes of the earth will wail. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
Maybe Jesus is mainly God's way of joining us, empathizing with us, and accompanying us. Maybe Jesus is as limited in his ability to bring about healing and change in this world as I feel I am. But I hope not. And in that hope, I am realizing that I ache to know that Jesus is as powerful as the title of this day implies. Not just Debbie Jesus, or Emmanuel, or the baby in the manger that we await with the onset of Advent next week. Not merely a nomadic rabbi or a human revolutionary, but a king. For this I was born, he told Pilate. For this I came into the world. Maybe we tend to be adverse to Christ the King theology in the Episcopal Church, for those of us who are, because the title of King carries with it something akin to human power, which is too often misused. But Jesus is clear that his kingdom is not of this world. He is not an abusive king. He is not of the powers that corrupt creation. He is not of or violence, or retaliation, or preferential treatment. He is not any of the things that repel us about human authority gone wrong. And he seems to be inviting us into his courts, which we cannot do unless we know that it is a king that we seek. In response to his invitation, let us explore a few ways to seek, find, and embrace Christ, our King. One way into this kingly imagery is to realize the importance of authority. I don't think I have any grasp on the importance of authority until a few years ago when I realized that I was the parent of an unruly toddler. <laughs> I do not mean this as a complaint against my oldest child. It is the job of all toddlers to be unruly, and she was no exception. I realized in one particularly difficult parenting season that I had, to a degree, hopped on the bandwagon of avoiding the authority I was given when I was given a child lest I misuse said authority and crush the beautiful spirit that was at the time sinking her teeth into my leg. <laughs> Suddenly I was faced with many questions about what kind of authority figure I was going to be in her life. I started to realize that humble egalitarian partner did not seem to work. She did not seem to find much solace in mom as equal, nor did navigating her life without clear, firm instructions seem to serve her well. As I continued to try to live into my children's need for a strong authority figure, I see my own need for a strong God who I can count on when my own efforts feel feeble. I see my own need for a God who 
I can look at with awe and know that all will be okay. And I thank God that Christ was bold enough to know himself and thus claim his royal authority. I think that Christ's kingly authority can empower us to live into our own authority with love and strength, be it parental authority or authority in the church or the world. But his authority can also serve to keep us humble. Christ's kingly power, because it is perfect and divine, is very different from our power. And I think we sometimes lose sight of that. Hippie Jesus looks an awful lot like me. And I may just start to believe that I can do and be all the things that he can do and be. It is tempting to believe that I am called to save the world, that I am called to be everything to everyone and then some. It is the prerogative of the progressive faithful to roll up our sleeves and eradicate hunger, sorrow, abuse, violence, and all manner of suffering. The trouble is, we can get so entrenched in our mission that we lose sight of who holds the real power, who is really saving this world, who is really everywhere for everyone, all the time. While Christ invites us into his kingship, we are not and never can be people of the kingdom without him. We need Christ the King, not just because we need a king, but because we need a different kind of king. Christ is a king who redefines the mind of monarchy, reclaims the responsibility to care for all in the kingdom, and wears robes of strength and courage and generosity. Christ is the king who, in today's gospel, confidently stood before Pilate on trial for claiming his kingship and spoke the dangerous truth of his own sovereignty. Christ the King is real on a level that is hard to get our heads around, a level that is sometimes hard to relate to, which is why I will always need to find myself accompanied by my easier-to-access hippie Jesus as well. But Christ the King is, I do believe in my heart of hearts, who we need right now to bring about a kingdom of love in this world. A kingdom filled with a love that is stronger than ISIS, stronger than bombs, stronger than any military response, stronger than any human leader, stronger than any attack, stronger than anything we can do for good or ill on our own. Because, as he said so clearly to Pilate, his kingdom is not of this world. It is so much bigger. As we approach Advent and 
remember that he is also the one who is and who was and who is to come, the Alpha and the Omega, the one who will never falter in his strong and powerful and royal presence with us, with all of us.
the crossing, the cathedral chapter, deputies to provincial synods, and all churches closed or merged in the diocese. For the peace and unity of the Church of God.
Outreach exists to support the ministries that matter to you. And this month, we are focusing on prison ministry. There's a table in the parish hall that shows you all kinds of different ministries at the prison. And there are two announcements. Please notice them about the holiday gift package.
uh, since then, uh, I've spent many years on various stewardship committees, including this year, I'm co-chair with John Stone, um, although he has really led the effort this year. And uh, I've worked with another uh, great stewardship committee. Uh, people have said to me uh, many times, actually, over the years, you know, she has a lot of effort. They've rolled their eyes at me. Um, that's a, a lot of work. And uh, I have to say my answer is not really uh, because it is shared with the committee. Uh, and we have a, a lot of fun. Um, I think more importantly, though, stewardship work connects me with the greater work of the church. And it's, it's one of the main doctrines of the Episcopal Church, uh, which over the years has been very important to me personally and I think to others on the stewardship committee in deepening faith. And that doctrine starts with the reminder that we are all bestowed with many gifts and that we are called on to respond thankfully uh, with time, talent, and treasure, as the phrase goes. Um, as Chronicles puts it, all things come from thee and from thine own have been given thee. It could be no accident that the Bible and many of Jesus' sayings are full of comments about money and possessions. I'll hit you with a really good one in a minute. Um, so if you want to deepen your faith and work for the betterment of this church and the greater church, I really recommend a tour on the church of today. And that brings me to the insert of today's bulletin. Uh, the Stewardship Committee gives great thanks, deep thanks to those who have voluntarily pledged their financial support uh, for the church's operations next year. We received 160 pledges so far for $539,000. So that's outstanding. Thank you.
And now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our God. 